feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. It's the latest edition of the Conquer Local podcast. So we are facing an unprecedented event that is impacting local businesses and impacting our day-to-day lives. We are very, very fortunate to bring you a guest this week that has a global perspective and outlook on how this is impacting local businesses. Todd Rowe is the global managing director at Google. For the past 10 years, he has led Google's SMB practice. And we're going to bring him on the podcast and find out what's happened. Google has amazing data points. And we're going to ask Todd some tough questions about what are they seeing that small and medium enterprises are doing in the face of COVID-19. And from these trends, we're hoping to give you insight as to how you can help your customers navigate the upcoming weeks as they go back to business and how they can conduct their business online. Mr. Todd Rowe, the Global Managing Director at Google, is coming up next right here on the Conquer Local Podcast. Joining us on the Conquer Local podcast this week, it's the Global Managing Director at Google, Mr. Todd Rowe. Todd, thanks for taking some time out to join us. Thank you. My pleasure. Great to be here with you. You know, I'd like to get a bit of a background from you on how did you arrive at this role? You are currently leading one of Google's fastest growing business units, and you've got quite a bit of international experience. Plus, you've been a board member and on advisory committees um, but how do you land at this role as the global managing director at Google? Yeah, uh, well, let's see. You know, most of my background is in with uh, larger tech companies, uh, enterprise software, ERP, CRM, business intelligence. There are companies like Apple, Adobe, and SAP. Uh, and I came to Google about 10 years ago, and the goal was to build out an organization that would work with third-party companies, uh, partners, like Mendasta, uh, who would sell to small and mid-sized businesses themselves. The great opportunity is there's 100 million SMBs out there in the world. The challenge is there's 100 million SMBs out there in the world, <laughs> and how do we possibly go after that? Uh, Google has thousands of employees, not millions, and so literally the way in which we really go to market is to sell to these small mid-sized businesses will be with and through partners. So that's, uh, that's the background. Um, and really, as far as how I got to where I am, really, it's identifying what are the growth industries and then identifying uh, within those growth industries who are the top two or three companies within those and then seeing what type of roles I could uh, fill there. And so when I got the call from Google about 10 years ago, uh, jumped to the chance. Well, great. And uh, your longtime uh friend of Mr. Jeff Falkmer, who's a Conquer Local alumnus. He's been on the show with us and I get the pleasure of working with Mr. Falkmer uh, day in and day out now. But back in his time when he was with the Hearst Corporation, you know, they were helping to try and solve this problem of working with those local businesses. And I believe that's where you met him. And by the way, he says to say hi to you. Let's talk a little bit about your tenure at Google and this, you know, it's, it's interesting the way you put that. The opportunity is there's a hundred million SMBs. The challenge is there's 100 million SMBs. Um, when, we, when we look at that 
professional background and how you arrived at Google and the time that you've been there, how are you seeing those SMBs react to what has occurred with COVID-19 as compared to maybe the way it was 90 days ago? Is there a change? The word that we always hear from all across the board is is unprecedented, and and it really is. Let's talk about it in terms of uh, some of the challenges that SMBs have had, but then also how are they some of the best practices in terms of uh, how are they reacting to this? And so some of the challenges is, you know, what we have in a global pandemic is primarily a health issue, uh, which has greater implications from an economic impact and economic issues. The challenge is with most economic issues, we can look at leading and lagging indicators to say, well, here's about the time frame where we're going to be able to uh, uh, improve on things. With health issues, it's just so challenging. We really don't know, even though things are improving, it's just, it's it's very different that way. So I think the first reaction from small mid-sized businesses, uh, fear and uncertainty of how to proceed because it really is unprecedented. As a result of that, the second thing we see is, is some smaller mid-sized companies take a more defensive, protective steps to ensure that longer-term viability of their company. So it's very natural. The other things that we see, though, is some of the, the, the um, more successful small mid-sized businesses during COVID is the ability to be able to innovate and shift the way in which they reach their customers. So if they can't sell in a brick-and-mortar fashion, then quickly pivoting and to sell online. So we see a number of uh, companies that we partner with, uh, like uh, like uh, Shopify, Magento, PrestaShop, Conquer Local, for example, that help small business businesses not only get online, but also to sell online. So in that way, COVID has created a once in a generation shift in selling behavior. Companies who previously were content to sell and successful in selling in a brick and mortar fashion now are required to sell online. And some of them have found that they can become quite successful in doing so. So their retail their retail website effectively has become their storefront. And so we see this both a challenge of COVID, uh, but also a real opportunity uh, to, to shift uh, the way in which small businesses do their business. And for those who've been able to innovate and pivot, they've actually been able to, to not only survive, but thrive through this time. You know, I remember about eight years ago, I was introduced to uh, one of your colleagues. Name escapes me at this point. We were speaking in Tampa Bay at the Tampa Bay Times to a group of SMBs. And I remember that the Google presentation that was given and then our presentation that was given was all about how local businesses need to transition to a new digital online storefront or to be able to conduct business online. So I guess my point is we've been preaching this gospel that you need to be transitioning to digital. And now we have this event that, um, that has occurred and I've been, I'm using language that I've heard from others. This is a forcing function. This is this is the catalyst now where, you know, I was kind of thinking about it, but now I really have to do it. Is that what your data is supporting and what you are seeing? Very much so, uh, because right now there is no other option in a, uh, uh, whether you call it a lockdown, shelter in place, some things that way. If a small mid-sized business wants to reach uh, their customers or acquire new customers, they really, their only choice really is uh, online and digitally. In the past, we would advocate for this and it was, you know, a nice to have. Now it's an absolute 
essential must have. And so just like uh, the question of, are you more apt to take an aspirin for a headache or a vitamin? Well, most people are more apt to take uh, an aspirin uh, for that headache here. And right now it's COVID is, is a major headache. And so it really forces companies to, to move online. But the positive part about this is as they do that, begin selling, this will benefit them many years down the stream, well past COVID. I've met a number of your colleagues over the years at various speaking events and had the privilege to see those presentations. One thing I've admired about your organization, you always bring data to support the message that you're trying to deliver. So I was I was excited to get you on the podcast because you've got great research and you've got the data. So what is the data showing uh, to be best practices that SMBs are doing today? Yeah, a really good question. So there are four things that as far as um, what we see as we work with hundreds of thousands of uh, small and mid-sized businesses as far as best practices and what they're doing. I'll take you through qualitatively what those are and then also happy to chat about the underlying data itself. So there are four things that we really see them doing constantly reassess during COVID uh, their market practices. Secondly, considerations for their creative, for their actual ad campaigns a third around change priorities during navigating uh, uncertainty. And the last one here is in terms of being current and being transparent. Let me actually deep dive into to each of these four briefly here. In terms of constantly reassessing, um, the pandemic happened so quickly, literally, as you said, within 90 days, it has changed com- completely. Literally on a week by week basis, we see it changing here. So. Um, what that business as usual model really no longer works. And as things continue to change from lockdown or shelter in place to gradually opening up, we see successful SMBs pivoting, but we see successful SMBs constantly reassessing their marketing strategies. So for example, as you're going from retail or retail and online now to exclusively online website and selling online, and then post COVID, then online website to selling uh, uh, online to potentially, you know, uh, going back to a retail store, successful SMBs ask themselves questions like, how has the pandemic changed things in the last week or two? And how have I changed the last week or two to adapt to those changes? So the aspect of constantly reassessing, what I mean constantly, it literally is on a weekly basis. And if you can ask yourself, uh, answer the question, how have I changed literally the last week or two, uh, then you probably are adapting as well as you need to. If you're struggling to find answers to that, then perhaps need to do a better job on that. Second point in terms of considerations for your creative. So the actual ad campaign and what, it, what you share with your customers. What we see here is successful SMBs right now uh, look at uh, from tone, visual imagery to the copy and key keywords, uh, and then the context of our media buys uh, needing to be assessed. So for example, in terms of tone, visual imagery, and ad copy, we see successful uh, small business businesses in tone. Things like slapstick humor really doesn't work right now. What works and where we see the click-throughs and where we see what really resonates is uh, messages of reassurance, of support, and of safety. In terms of visual imagery, even subtle things like uh, what we saw with handshakes or hugs really don't work right now in the age of social distancing. Uh, Social distancing really is top of mind. And so the visual imagery needs to reflect the reality we have right now in COVID. And lastly, ad copy. 
uh, text that used to make sense about uh, a, a software virus check. Well, virus check takes on a whole new meaning now. So just double check your ad copy, make sure that makes sense. So the second uh, best practice we see is around considerations for your creative uh, around tone, visual imagery, and then uh, copy, really important. The third best practice we'll see here is around change the priorities to navigate uncertainty. So most small and mid-sized businesses will have a certain marketing budget that they'll use, and they'll allocate that to certain products in their portfolio. But now we see most successful, the ones where they're selling online are those, no surprise, where are most relevant to their customers in a COVID environment. And so we'll look at the most successful SMBs will be those who will not only be able to, to, to help their customers in the time of need, but also uh, have select those products to advertise those specific products that are more relevant to their, their customers in a time of, of uh, SMB, uh, during the time of COVID, excuse me. Lastly, I'd say as far as being current and transparent, the only way your customers are finding you now is online. And so your customers are looking for information uh, and trust your company to deliver. So make sure you're proactively communicating uh, any business or product availability updates. If your hours of operation have changed, for example, update your customer facing sites on your business profile or you know, Google search or maps. Uh, use a post in your business profile or adjust your messaging in your ads to share information about any extra precautions that you're taking to help that sense of reassessment and, and of, of support, um, uh, like extra services to help the community or if you're experiencing any delays. So be very current and transparent. Uh, so those would be the four things that we see as far as best practices and a whole lot of underlying data where as the as small business businesses do these four best practices, they're actually reaching their customers. We see more click through, more time spent on the ad and actually more um, purchases online this way. Well, I really appreciate that feedback. So we've got the best practices that are coming out of the data set. And then you've given us the, the messaging and, and back to our audience, which are people who are serving SMBs all over the planet. Um, there's some really good takeaways on things that we need to remember. I think that it's important, um, you know, great information, but there was nothing in there that was earth shattering. It's, it's really getting back to the basics. Is that what you're seeing when we talk about, you know, creative has always been an important message, but probably more important now to take a hard look at it than ever. And then in that messaging, just a simple thing of having a handshake and some imagery, it just isn't going to work as we move forward. So thank you for that. That is some really good feedback for our audience. Let's talk a little bit about how industry leaders are helping. So we, you know, we hear about the big global tech companies and, but uh, there's some interesting initiatives that have been undertaken by those global industry leaders. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting to be at a company like Google that, you know, plays a, a global role and therefore has a, a responsibility to, as a good corporate citizen, to, to help out, especially during times like this. We see companies, whether it's Google, Facebook, Amazon, all doing some really exciting things to, to help their customer base. And I, and I think uh, it's not only good business, but morally, it's the right thing to do to help others in time of need. And really there's no greater time of need than during this global pandemic. So you'll see uh, companies, whether it's uh, Google, uh, uh, Facebook and others that will be providing investments in small businesses uh, like ad grants or some things that way, which I think is helpful. 
Google is also uh, pivoting its customer support and pivoting uh, how our sales and our customer support people work with customers, focusing on the areas that are just really most critical right now. The time horizon is no longer one quarter from now, one year from now, but literally today, this week, this month, what are the things that are most critical that we'd help you get through this, this economic and financial storm that's been uh, caused by, by COVID? But what I'm also excited about is, you know, it's, it's it, you could be a bit cynical and say, well, you know, big companies, of course, you can provide financial investment to SMBs and you can pivot your sales and uh, products of uh, marketing support that way. And that's true. I'm actually very excited about some other things we're doing from a product enhancement standpoint that'll that'll help small businesses right now. There's a, a free product that we offer called Google My Business. So you literally, you go on a search, you search, search for uh, a company here, and you'll see the search results. And usually on the right-hand side, you'll see uh, some details about that business, store hours, uh, address, uh, things like that in a product called Google My Business. Um, and so what we've done is, is we've announced that over the next few weeks, we'll be able to do certain things like update store hours, uh, options for delivery or pickup, uh, even selling gift cards to support themselves during this downturn. Uh, another change aims at the, to, to address the broader way the pandemic is impacting in-person businesses. So instead of shutting down entirely, many small businesses have chosen to pivot and go virtual. So restaurants, for example, have turned themselves into virtual kitchens or yoga studios and gyms have begun streaming classes online. And so this type of update information about what they sell is now available uh, in Google My Business. Or in the next few weeks, merchants who are verified through Google My Business will be able to alert their customers that they're operating a new capacity by adding their profile attributes like online classes or online appointments or online estimates. And they'll also show up in uh, Google search and in, in maps. And then lastly, we're expanding uh, it, uh, a function called reserve with Google. So it's doing appointment setting uh, to help merchants offer easy online appointment bookings that customers can book directly from their business profile, which is cool. And then lastly, not only Google My Business, but also with Google Search, where you literally have billions of searches on a daily basis, uh, customers will now be able to donate to their favorite businesses. Uh, we partnered with PayPal, with GoFundMe, be able to do this. And so what I like about this is these product enhancements will help not only during COVID, they'll help small businesses well after COVID is over. So just excited about how do we pivot and offer product enhancements and things that are really meaningful uh, to help the customer right now, and hopefully we'll continue to benefit well after COVID. Well, that's great feedback for our listener base that I'm sure is very, um, you know, well-versed of the value of Google My Business and now the ability, you know, it's a question that I've been thinking about, so thank you for, for addressing it, is if I go to create an online store, but my physical store is closed for whatever reason, um, you're now going to support that through that functionality, so it's great to know that. Yeah, and the price is free. It's a pretty good price. <laughs> no, that's great. And then the ability to put delivery and pick up and then to reserve with Google. That's fantastic. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk a little bit about is the you, you touched on it earlier, but I think it's important. Not everybody has figured out that you can post on Google My Business. And so when that search happens for people looking for the business, you also could have some, you know, some marketing material or some post material. You brought that out, you know, a little over a year and a half ago. And, uh, but it's something that I think gets missed sometimes. 
Yeah, it's one where it's this this, um, this great advantage to small businesses where you're able to post things and add the content there that keeps the, the content fresh and keeps uh, customers coming back and looking to see what's new on this. Um, and it's it's really pretty easy to put on a, a post new content there. And the companies who do this, uh, we actually see the data that will show greater viewership, uh, greater people coming back and spending time and, and then do those tough things as far as making appointments or going in store. And so it's it's just low hanging fruit that's there for the taking. Uh, and right now it's, it's especially timely. Well, I'm glad that we could get Todd Rowe to say that in a snippet because we've been professing that businesses should be posting on Google My Business. So thanks for giving us that soundbite. What advice would you have for our listeners? So we have salespeople, sales leaders, um, running, you know, digital agencies or working for large organizations, what advice would you give those listeners as they go out to service their SMB customers um, as we move into, you know, some people have dubbed it the new normal. What would your advice be, Todd? Yeah, especially for those people, first of all, selling and marketing to small businesses, thank you. Uh, what you do helps not only these small businesses grow and thrive, but what you do also helps it affects people's lives and helps them for the better. And so you provide a great return on investment for these small companies. So thank you, first of all. Um, some advice, uh, maybe three or four things here. First of all, take care of yourself, which sounds pretty obvious, but you can't pour water from an empty bottle. So make sure that, that you are physically and mentally ready. You show up and your business, the way in which you sell to them is also uh, sound and solid that way. And secondly, I'd say over-communicate. This is to your customers, to your peers or your employees, if you're a sales leader. Uh, in times of crisis, the natural reaction is to withdraw. Your customers and your employees may be doing just that. So you need to over-communicate with them about your plans, about how you're planning to help them. Normal rules don't apply during a crisis, so double down on the amount of communication that you normally do. The third thing I'd say is is embrace disruption. And COVID, by definition, is complete disruption. But just as with any disruption, there will be winners and losers. Many of your competitors will retrench. Um, Winston Churchill famously said, never let a good crisis go to waste. So don't make that mistake. There are customers uh, who will be disrupted, who are looking for new businesses to work with. Yours could be a great option for them. So don't only look much more offensively with respect to this COVID disruption, not defensively, and see how you can take advantage of this. Because of this next 90, 120, whatever number of days that we'll have with COVID, uh, there are going to be business opportunities. So look for them and seize the opportunity. And lastly, I guess probably most importantly for small businesses and for the seller students, what you do right now, meaning this week, this month matters. So while it's really good to take a long-term perspective and we know that eventually COVID will pass, uh, if you can get through this financial st this, this storm financially, you'll come out of it much stronger and wiser. But if you come out of this storm and wiser, it really depends upon what you do today, this week, this month, because things are changing so dynamically and differently. So from a seller's perspective, uh, a bit of self-introspection uh, in terms of, is the way in which I'm selling uh, effective? I'm able to reach customers uh, in the new way which they're only able to, to be reached. 
are the products that I'm offering them most uh, most relevant in a COVID environment here? And how do I create loyalty now by demonstrating my going above and beyond the, the, the call of duty, so to speak, to help them during COVID that'll win the hearts and minds of these uh, these customers long-term. So those would just be a few pieces of advice I'd give not only to small businesses, but but to the, the sellers who sell to them. Well, Todd, we really appreciate the insights. We appreciate the uh, data. It's great to, to get that information so that our listeners will understand what some best practices that their business community and customers should be following. And I really appreciate the feedback on having that you know, daily and weekly cadence. Like I think sometimes because we live in a sales environment where I got to hit my monthly number, um, you know, we forget about the fact that, you know, there's 20 working days or 25 working days in the month and uh, there's weeks in there. And, and we really are at that point in a fluid situation where things are pretty much changing by the day that we have to be taking a good hard look at our business and our customers and how we can help them and, and uh, make those pivots during this time. So some very poignant feedback today and, and advice from Todd Rowe, who is the Global Managing Director at Google. We appreciate taking some of your valuable time to uh, get that feedback for our listeners on the Conquer Local podcast. George, pleasure to meet you. Thanks for the time. What a great episode and what a great speaker. You know, when you have someone that has been in the role that Todd has been in for the last 10 years, you can see that, you know, he really understands the space. And I found that there were a few things that really jumped out and punched me right in the face from his speech. Let's go into them. And I'm, I'm looking at this as a salesperson. So I'm sitting there and I'm listening to Todd and I'm like, okay, my next client, what am I going to talk about? So the number one thing, constantly be reassessing your approach online. Have a look at what you're doing and modify, adapt, but it's a constant look at that. Like you're a wartime business owner, you're a wartime CEO. There's been a lot of talk about wartime CEOs and you are micromanaging every little piece right now because you don't know. You've got to find the things that are working and we don't know if the things that we use six, eight, 10 weeks ago are going to work now. So I, I love that he is seeing that in the data, that that constant reassessing of your approach is so important. Now, the creative. So my uh, friend and uh, amazing sound engineer, Mr. T-Bone, is sitting across from me. And you know he has told me this over the years. This is one of the things he's very brilliant about. You can, you can get the audience. You can put your message in front of the audience. But what is the creative message that you're delivering to that audience? Do they hear it? Do they view it? Do they read it? And does it resonate? And I think that we have to look at that messaging because if you're just going to pull the ad that you ran two months ago and run it now, and Todd dug into some of those items that we haven't really been thinking about, you know, come be close with all your friends at the yoga class. That's not going to work for you because while I want to go to the yoga class, I don't know if I necessarily want to be close with 40 people that I don't know where they've been or who they've been in contact with. So I'm just using that as one of the examples, but creative is one of those things that is so important and great marketers pay a lot of attention to it. So let's get that back up into our top of our mind. It's one thing we want to be looking at the creative message closer than we ever have and thinking about the way that it's going to be perceived by various audiences. We want to be always changing the priorities. That was something that really jumped out at me where he kept saying, I think he said four times, 
Look at this every week, every day, every month. Every week, every day, every... And he said that a number of times because what the data is showing is they're constantly changing their campaigns. They're changing the messaging. They're making sure they're putting updates out there on a daily basis. So imagine if, you know, we have this phased approach in most jurisdictions where we have phase one, essential services, phase two, kind of essential services, phase three, and and we may now be in phase four. And that's where your business is. So your audience, your customer base is kind of, can I go to the cycle shop? You need to be updating them on a daily basis. Not yet. Six days until we're in phase, you know, that type of messaging is so important. And then be clear and transparent. And what he's really talking about is think about that audience. And while you may not be the person that washes your hands a bunch, uses the hand sanitizer, make sure that you're at least four meters apart from people, wears your mask. You know, you may not be that person, but it's okay that others are, and you have to have empathy for your client base. You're going to have some people who are very concerned about, you know, could I catch COVID-19 from another customer? So what are the things you're doing to protect your clientele, even your staff? What are the things that you're doing to protect your staff so that I feel comfortable coming into your establishment? Or maybe I don't want to come in. Maybe I want to conduct business online and get curbside pickup. So I don't know if you can just put out a general message. Um, after COVID-19, we have the best price, best selection, and we're looking out for your best interests. I don't know if that's going to work. I think we need to be a lot more specific in our messaging and transparent. That was what Todd was saying. If you really look in to that best practice that he was articulating. And then I want to just go to his final comments. And I think this is something that definitely I took from this and, and I'm doing a bad job of this, but you have to take care of yourself. <laughs> You can't pour water from an empty bottle. And if you've managed to go through this entire event and not, you know, contracted COVID-19, it would really suck if now you can start to do business and you caught it. So take care of yourself. Over-communicate. Embrace the disruption. And I love the line. I've heard it a number of times. Winston Churchill Never let a good crisis go to waste. And, and that's that whole idea of there is opportunity. Unfortunately, it's a fact. There's going to be winners and there's going to be losers. And I think that one of the reasons that you subscribe to the Conquer Local podcast is you want to be a winner. So keep looking for a way that you can adapt your business or adapt your clients' businesses so that they can win at the end of this disruption. And then what you're doing right now matters. And I think that it's pretty cool, actually. We've been talking about how we're going to give you the, some best practices and we're going to introduce you to some great guests and thought leaders that will help you conquer local, help you be that trusted local expert. And one of the reasons that I've always had a lot of pride in being a salesperson is, you know, as soon as I got out of my early years, I was like a toddler salesperson. I was just kind of running around, running into stuff, cracking my head on the on the uh, little cupboards and things like that, dropping stuff, spilling things. Like, I wasn't a good, I wasn't a good salesperson. I was just trying to figure it all out. But when I really started to understand that my job was to help my client be successful, and I knew that I could impact that business owner's business, that's when I really fell in love with what I was doing. And I think that we really can help those business owners now. So 
Thanks to Todd Rowe. Uh, you know, he's, I'm sure he's super busy. Like, I don't think you get to be the global managing director of Google SMB, um, but he took some time out to speak to you. And we're very fortunate to have him as one of our now Conquer Local alumni and uh, have his insights here on this edition of the Conquer Local podcast. My name is George Leith. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local podcast with your host, George Leith. Executive producers are Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Danny Mario. Audio engineering, Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Marketing by Rory Lawford. Produced by Colleen McGrath.